Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome to Off the Deep End with your host, Leslie Pinson. And this is episode two. And I'm really excited about it. Um, since releasing the first episode, so maybe eight days ago, it's been a journey. Um, and that's what this episode is going to be. It's a little bit of the behind the scenes action that has been the process of launching a podcast. So we had been, I've been working with my friends who are helping me get this launched and um, October 3rd, Friday, October 3rd was always the date. That was when we were launching and y'all, it happened. Um, it was live. It was available to listen on October 23rd, but I didn't tell anybody about it. Um, I told a couple of like my, obviously my family and some close friends, um, but I have largely, I still to this point when I'm recording episode two, still have not made a public push to share. Um, and I could feel the hesitancy. I could feel the um, block, but I wasn't really 100% sure what that was. Um, and so the day of, it was that Friday, October 23rd, one of my girlfriends called. She had just listened and she was like, Leslie, this is so exciting. How are you feeling? And I said, honestly, one, it doesn't feel real because I hadn't told anybody. It wasn't fully out. And then two, I was like, it feels like I'm giving birth. And I... I know that sounds so strange, but y'all, as I mentioned in the first episode, I've had this vision. I've known, not that I would start a podcast, but I've this is connected to this vision that I've had for 12 to 15 years on how I would help help the world or help the community around me. And so this baby is big. The gestation period was 12 to 15 years, like a damn elephant. Uh, wait, actually, I'm completely have no idea how long it elephant gestation period is it might be like 12 to 15 months not not years okay that's a sidetrack uh I'll have to fact check myself on that <laughs> elephants are not in fact pregnant for 15 <laughs> years okay sorry ADHD it feels like I'm an elephant though because this baby my baby my creative baby has been working cooking uh getting ready for 15 years and here I am last Friday pushing right okay and I told her specifically in this birthing process I'm crowning like the head's out um <laughs> because it's alive in the world it's probably crying um but I Leslie had not made that single push that last big push and I'm I have not given birth um, to a human child, but I feel like I'm in a similar process. And um, it brought up all sorts of emotions. Um, I started thinking about conscious parenting and um, the plan for when this baby is out in the world and when I do finally tell people about it. I started to, my goal with this project is to not have any expectations. I have a, a feeling of where it could go, but I am not here to control that. I am here to just pour love, pour my heart into each episode. And I can already tell um, this podcast is got, it's got a life that it wants to live. And I think my job as the parent is to just pour love in and sit back, love without expectations, and see how this thing wants to grow. Um, 
getting slightly emotional about this because, like I mentioned, I do not have children. Um, I always imagined at this point in my life I would have children, um, five to be exact. And um, it's just dawning on me the gift and the um, privilege that it is to still experience the energy of parenting without having to have human children. Um, So this podcast is my baby and I'm sharing it with the world. Uh, By the time you listen to this, I have, I I will have shared publicly the link to my, the podcast where you can catch up on episode one if you have not already. Hopefully you have if you're listening to episode two. Um, But it feels to me that my heart is kind of on the outside of my body uh, with this podcast. So um, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit very open, feeling very tender and very curious because there's some big energy that is swirling in my uh, in my life through my startup, through working with um, the high schoolers that I teach and um, through this podcast and the people that are finding me. I think I'd mentioned in my first episode that there was some fear of creating a podcast where you're inviting people to share vulnerably. Um, and I am knowing that people are afraid of vulnerability. I, some part of me was like, well, what if no one shows up? Y'all, since I recorded that about a month ago, I might have a list of like 20 people. It might be more, but there, it is incredible. It was like every day I run into somebody that has a story that resonates with um, the community that I'm building here. So really excited. That fear has been crossed off. Um, but speaking of birthing children, I want to take you back to this podcast. I'm talking a lot about following my intuition, but um, and in general, jumping off the deep end, that's kind of an, a, this act of surrender. But I want to take you back to a little story time. February 14th, 2019. So this was a significant day for me. And it started out like any normal, I want to say it was a Thursday, might have been Tuesday. Again, it was either a Tuesday or a Thursday because I was teaching Pure Bar. The morning classes, I taught the 515 and then I taught the 715. And I came home and if you're not familiar, February 14th is Valentine's Day. Not a day that I typically am excited about, but for whatever reason that day I was all hyped up on love, probably high on energy from Pure Bar and teaching. Um, But I came home and I was in my old house, I was up in this my um, little sunroom reading, and I was reading love poetry because it was Valentine's Day, and I was reading Rumi. I love Rumi, the Sufi mystic. Um, I was reading, then turned my focus to Khalil Gibran and his musings on love, and y'all, I just started weeping. I mean, I was, it wasn't like a single tear. It might have started as a single tear, but I was sobbing, and... Um, The conversation that was going on in my heart was that um, I just wanted to be love. Not be loved because I feel like I already am, but my deepest desire is to just show up as love in the world around me. Um, And I was having a conversation with my, for me, it's uh, the higher power for me. I use the word God, sometimes universe, sometimes love, source, 
um, Christ consciousness, whatever that works for you, if, if you have a higher power that, that you um, communicate with. But for me, it was a conversation with God that day, and it was just, you know, I am wanting to show up as love. And I was sobbing so hard. I even remember taking a step back and being like, what is going on? Like, why are you crying so hard? Um, this doesn't seem like a normal amount of tears to just be reading love poetry and just start weeping like this. And so it was this heavy, heavy sobs that I could feel the ache in my chest. And it wasn't a heartbroken. It was just this big, expansive, like it felt like if I had to describe it, like I was just wounded by love. And it's love is so deep and so great and so vast. And it felt like I was bumping up into love um, with the desire to just be love. Um, so I was sobbing and I was having this conversation and I said, I want this so bad that I am willing to release all the expectations that I had on my life. And I was, I said that and I didn't really know what that meant, but that was the words that was coming up to my, um, through my heart. And I, I even was saying this out loud as I was crying. And um, it was just this beautiful Again, it was a demonstration of surrender, but surrender wasn't my focus just yet. I hadn't had that vision yet. But in looking back, that absolutely is what it was. It was like, just I, what show me I want to do the most good on this earth for the most amount of people. And I'm willing to like, you know, if that's my dreams of being in the corporate world, you know, whatever that that is, I am willing to release it. Um, two, two months later, I was kindly asked to leave my job, as you guys know. Two months after that, I found energy healing. Two months after that, I started my business, Local Spirit. And then it's been this process all along. So it was this wild ride of, you know, this declaration that kind of that I surrender. Um, oh, gosh. And after I, oh, wow. Yeah. After I started my business, two months after that is when I had that vision of being, of getting kicked off the boat. Ah, hell, I just put two and two together there. Um, yeah, wild. Okay, and then circling back during this pandemic, y'all, I don't know about you and your experience, but it's been hard for all of the normal reasons that we hear day to day, but because there was so much space and stillness that was created, my wounds from past the past that needed to be healed absolutely came up to, to say hey and... Um, try to be released during this pandemic. And at some point this summer, I realized I was reflecting back on that February 14th, 2019 experience and the sobbing. And I realized in that moment when I was crying so hard, and I remember not knowing why I was crying so hard. I just remember crying so hard. It only dawned on me this summer, a year and a half later, that I was crying so hard because what I was doing was I was releasing the five children that I was going to have by now. And I was releasing the perfect marriage that I also expected to have by now. And I was releasing that perfect idea of a six-figure corporate nine-to-five job that I thought I needed to have by now. I was releasing all of those things not knowing in the moment that that's what that heaviness that I was shedding but um 
in that releasing, I cleared maybe what wasn't for me. And who knows, those things might still be definitely not the corporate nine to five job. I know that's not for me. But um, it's not that I don't want children at all. That's like, I love children. Um, and I love tapping into my mother energy any chance that I can. Um, I, I actually have a feeling I will have children one day because I think that's an incredible learning experience. And I just can feel that that's something that's maybe in store for me. But what I did is not denounce and say, I don't want children. What I did is said, is say, I am here to serve and here to be love. And I'm willing to be okay with whatever that looks like. So, um, it was that kind of then a domino rally of all of these things being kindly asked to leave my job. And it's funny, it was like in that moment too, I've mentioned to you guys, there was no um, animosity in being kindly asked to leave. I am so grateful. I mean, literally I made this declaration two months earlier and then it was like, okay, and here you go. It's go out. This is time. This is um, this beautiful experience that I knew after leaving that last job that the opportunity that was in front of me, I knew it didn't exist and I knew it was on me to go out and create it. So um, this is when the process, it wasn't until that kind of act of ultimate surrender, only then did I start getting more and more clarity in terms of what this child that I would be birthing and how it would come to life. Um, so that is where I am, y'all. I'm birthing a really big baby I'm still crowning. I've been crowning for like a week and it's a very long labor. Um, but I am confronting what is in front of me and that final push. It is self-doubt. I see you. I name you. I'm setting you aside. It is self, the imposter syndrome. I see you. I'm setting you aside. It is self-worth. This one's been hard for me to struggle and wrestle with this week. Um, I've realized as kind souls have reached out and told me how much they're loving this podcast and how it's impacted them. Ooh, it's hitting me right now. Um, it's been really hard for me to receive that kindness and that outpouring of love and gratitude. And I'm realizing that I've got a lot of work to do in terms of self-worth. Um, so if you've sent me a really kind message this week and I haven't responded, for those of you who the 108 people who have somehow found this podcast that I refuse to share with the world. Um, I am deeply grateful for you. To the five people who wrote five star or gave me five star reviews, I'm so grateful for you. Um, this is really hard work. And I'm, it's not always going to be doom and gloom. I don't feel like this is doom and gloom. This is just honest. This is real life. This is literally what I have been struggling with all week. So it was self-doubt. It was imposter syndrome. It's self-worth. My perfectionism, ugh, that's coming out big time. I had a launch strategy in my head. It didn't happen. And I'm, you know what? Who the fuck cares? This is happening whether I like it or not. I need to get on board. So perfectionism, I see you. I'm also setting you aside. Um, sabotage. My self-sabotage has gone strong just in terms of doing everything other than coming here to, and recording the second episode, which I knew all week what this second episode was going to be about. So I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm recording. Um, and then lastly, the big one, that's in my way of this final push. I realized through journaling this week 
that the biggest reason that I haven't shared this podcast with the world is because it's on, it is triggering my deepest fear. My deepest fear is abandonment. And this stems from a wound that I received when I was three. And my mother passed away. And um, I was in the room with her. She had a seizure. And I was in the room with my mother at three when she took her final conscious breaths. She went from consciousness to unconsciousness. And it's something that I buried for 30 years. And it's some I, I only found out a few years ago that it's been PTSD and that I am only now starting to begin to heal. And I've had so much healing with this wound. And it's just so funny. You think, oh, I'm, I'm good now. And another layer, <laughs> some other portion pops up and like, mm, nope, still some healing. And, um, and I don't want to sit in the wound. And I... Um, there's been so much progress. I want to speak to you from a place of healing. But I cannot lie to you and say that this abandonment wound wasn't triggered majorly this week. Because what happens in my life with this abandonment wound is I do not typically let people close. Um, because you can't get hurt if you don't let anybody in. And I basically set the intention with my first episode that I was going to show up and share authentically and vulnerably and share with you, whoever this audience ends up being. And I realized, holy shit, that's terrifying. I am letting you all in to my inner world. And I'm not doing it from a place of look at what I've built. That's a place of comfort because you can share in the confidence that you have made it. And what I'm doing feels even more terrifying because I, I don't know what's ahead. Um, and so to let you in to my inner world through this process as I'm fumbling and um, being called forward, uh, it's absolutely terrifying. So that's what's holding me back y'all and I, I want to say even just naming those fears writing them down getting them out has been incredibly helpful this week um, I've learned from each of them and my goal is to not let them drive so they stuck around this week while I asked them questions what are you here to teach me um, where are some areas that I need to work on given your perspective fear but um Yes, setting it aside, making this final push to get this baby out into the world, and then I am going to practice conscious parenting and just pour love into this project without the expectation of or controlling where I think it should go. I'm just curious, and I'm excited to sit back and see where this where this goes. And I, I believe there is a life that wants to live through this this podcast. 
and um, this I see community being built around this podcast and specifically teaching on how to build community wherever you are. Um, that's the clarity that I got this week. And also along the lines of magic and having the eyes to see the magic that is around us everywhere. And I just had the most magical day yesterday. And it was this realization that I could have gone through that day entirely differently and not tapped into the magic. I think the magic is always all around us and it's whether or not we just have eyes to see it and whether or not we're tapping into it. So really excited for things that are coming up. I'm recording this week with my first guest, my dear friend, Dante Shaw. He is the um, head chef and owner of Bantam Chicken and Seafood and some of my favorite food in the South Bend area. He's going to be on this week. We're going to try live cooking um, or recording while he's cooking. Hopefully we don't burn the place down. Today while I was cooking, I got a butter burn and I was making some eggs and heated the pan up with butter and I swirled it a little too vigorously and burnt the shit out of my thigh with hot butter. It spilled through my leggings and burnt my top of thigh. So um, I will not be cooking. It will be Dante cooking, thankfully. Uh, but really excited for you guys to hear his his story and learn from him. He's incredible, doing great things in our community. Um, but other than that, I am excited to be here with you guys. Even though this is confronting my deepest fears. It's funny, I, I started this podcast on a whim, not a, on a whim, just because my I started this podcast because I feel like my intuition was telling me that I needed to start this podcast without knowing the why. And while I think that why is multifaceted, it's crazy to me that within one week, I've already stumbled onto a major why. And this podcast is asking me to continue my healing journey. Um, and if that at all resonates with you, I'm excited to be on this healing journey with you at whatever point you are. And... Sending you extra love at the end. I'm bookending this episode with love. You get love at the beginning. You get love at the end. Um, I hope you take a moment and feel some love. Find your breath. Feel that buzzing warmth at your heart center. And just know that you are loved. And you are love. And I love you all. We will see you next time. I want to take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, Martin's Supermarkets. Always love a good trip over to Side Door Deli. Um, but my story today is this week when I was teaching with my um, high schoolers, someone brought in donuts. And as a, just to kind of get people awake in the morning, I asked everyone to chime in um, via our chat function on Zoom with their favorite donut. And we have 35 kids and we're getting, you know, di all different kinds. But I kid you not, there was like five or six students that their favorite kind of donut was a Martin's donut. So no description, not on what, like whether it was blueberry or a long john or, or whatever, just Martin's donuts. And um, I just thought that was a really great testimony for Martin's that you're doing something right that when asked what your favorite donut is it's just Martin's donut so I assume that means all of them are great it's been a really long time since I've had a Martin's donut so I will be checking out the donut counter soon you can catch me over at Martin's on 23 and with that enjoy some donuts from Martin's and we'll see y'all later
This has been a production of the Alpha Dog Podcast Network. Find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast.